The Matrix is everywhere. It's all around us, even now in this very room. You can see it when you open your window, when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you, you go the to whole work, thing. <laughs> when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over our eyes to blind us from the truth. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. I'm your host, Zachary. And I am also your host, Dave. And, uh, yeah, we tried to do the Davidry. Davidry. Da- we, I think David. we just did David. Oh, we got to come up with more, like, full-length names for you. <laughs> Davidicus. I, I, yeah, Davidicus. That's there's this. Going. <laughs> it was one of my handles for video games. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. One of them. I wanted to, you know, make it sound more epic, especially yeah. for Age of Empires. But, yeah, uh, well, hey, before before we dive in... How the heck you doing? I'm doing good. A little tired. We were, uh, yeah. Kim and I were at uh, her cousin's wedding uh, oh, nice. this weekend. Yep. So we, we were uh, crashing with her mom and stuff that in a RV and yeah, nice. it was fun. It was a, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time, but you know, we left super early the next morning. It was a, almost a four hour drive Dude. to get there. So Yikes. yeah, it was a bit of a there and back again. Where, where was it at? Up in Lincoln, okay. Michigan. So it's uh East side, I'm showing Zach on my hand. Yeah, the Michigan maps so out. It's pretty for- much like parallel with Alpena, so way up there, okay. but on the east side. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you? How are you doing, man? Good. Good. Kind of in the same boat. I about blew out my voice. I was doing a like a, a bridal show. Ooh. Try to sell some video stuff. It's Raspy Zach tonight. I know. Yeah, and I'm Zach like Hello. after dark. Zach after dark. Yes, Hello, Hello talk. talk. With <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We'll do Zach ASMR. Uh, Isn't oh, that an yeah. ASMR? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, have like, Zach. they have like those microphones with the little ears on them. I mean, can... it's great. And people like even not talking, whispering, they even like, yeah. they'll read instruction manuals. And yeah. Like, people pay big bucks. And it's what weird. I've, what Chewing heard, food, which, oh man. That grosses Google. me out. But what I've heard about ASMR is that it's it's more of a relaxation. It, it, Things like some people yeah. get the tinglys. Yeah, it can, like, I think it's it's a fine line between relaxation, meditation, and sexual. I yeah, think there's like yeah, a there's, weird there's weird balance like, happening with ASMR, and of course because it's online. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of online. online worlds and yeah. fake things being <laughs> present, our topic today, yes, is, I am very excited for is the Matrix. Yes, I uh, and this is one that we you know we were trying to figure out what topic we wanted to do this week and. Uh, you know, we go every time the way that we do this, we had a schedule at one point, but now it's just like, hey, what do we now it's like more doing? of a big list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, point. <laughs> and I was like, you know, what should we do next? And we were looking through and I was like, man, it'd be fun to talk about the Matrix. But I was like, I haven't seen these movies in forever. So uh, it's been a while since I've seen them, but I've yeah. saw them so many times. Right. I don't know if right. I'm going to keep that little speech I gave in the beginning, but that was all off script. So if any, if we get to yeah. plug that in, <laughs> um, but I I guess I'll give my history of it for, or actually, you know what? Since I am clearly the larger fan, yeah, here, you're what, the you're the expert. What was for your sure. what's your history? When was the first time you saw any of the Matrix uh, matrices? Ma- matrices, matrices, the matri, the matri. We did this last episode too. We're never sure about plurals, you and it I. It must That's be matrices. <laughs> I think it would be the the actual term. But anyway, the what matrices. was your first? Yeah. I you know I I just remember the bullet time effect. Oh, that yeah. was that was revolutionary. Uh, and it was less about, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest when I was younger and would go and watch movies, I got it, but I didn't always get it. Like I would just, I was a very like visual kid. So the visuals in the matrix caught me right out of the gate. I mean, that was huge. It was right around the same time that you were getting movies like fight club 
and yeah, uh, you would have been did you it was, see it right away when it because you would have been around nine yeah because it, it was 99 right 99 yeah so i i think i saw it when i was 10 probably yeah i know uh, i think i saw it like the next year but that's yeah. that's what i think yeah. it was for me too but i just remember that it was so visually interesting like i you know seeing those cool bullet time effects and that sort of stuff for me that drew me in mm-hmm. uh and like the whole design of the world but um yeah for me it was that first matrix movie and then I ended up going on to watch two and three, but I got to be honest, I had to, before this episode, I had to look up like a movie recap. You know, I've, I've seen all three of them oh, sure. and, I've, and I've even played the games, uh, at least uh, enter the matrix a long time ago, but it's just one of those franchises that I feel like unless you stay up on it, you kind of lose a little bit of it. But, yeah. but I mean, apparently that's not the case for you. No, what's your, I, yeah, I what's just your watch side? them religiously. Um, I remember the very first time I saw the Matrix, the first one was at uh, Dave Simon's house, previous guest of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were kids. I think we were in middle school. Uh, like we said, it came out in 99. I didn't see it in theaters. I remember in sixth grade, though, another kid, uh, Mike, uh, a friend of mine, he was talking about it. Um, he's like, oh, I was the coolest. There's a sw- sweet scene in a lobby where these two people like shoot up all these guys. And it was all yeah. awesome. And, but then I was like, oh, okay. It sounds just like kind of like an action movie. And then I remember seeing it at Dave's house. Cause they were like, this movie's trippy. It's like, it's crazy. You're, you might not understand it the first time you see it. Um, and that and was a big thing. The, yeah, the whole not understanding it the first time. It was be- a very, I re- when they pull him out of the matrix, I remember being like, okay, what is going on here? But I just remember seeing it like you seeing all the effects and the, the way the Wachowskis filmed it. Yeah. And it just, yeah. It was truly revolutionary in like so many regards. And I loved Keanu Reeves already. I was such a huge, oh, he's, yeah, huge, he's, huge, huge, huge fan. Can do of no wrong. Time. Pretty yeah, much. I love Keanu. Um, and yeah, it, I just, I, something about them. I was a huge video gamer and there was this big kind of an appeal from that end. I maybe yeah. coming into it. It's well, like, totally these, these are superheroes sort of these people are learning to like bend the rules of the world they're put in. Um, but yeah, so for those of you who might not have seen the matrix or aren't familiar with the matrix, uh, kind of a brief <laughs> overview of it yeah, is gonna say that the current world that we all live in right now that we're living, breathing, eating, sleeping, talking, working in is actually a computer program. And that what's happening is the real world is we're all a bunch of sleeping naked people in these pods charging be our, our right. body energy. We're basically sleeping in these pods in this dream state, you know, imagining this world. Uh, but are there machines are harvesting our energy right, to power themselves? Because even a little more of a little history of it, what happened was in about a couple hundred years, man progresses to build AI and robots. And at first it's great. It's fine. And then and of course, of AI course, goes yeah. wrong. There's a big war. They decide that one of the robots main energy sources is the sun. So we blot out the sun. We like send yep. all these, Cloud missiles into the sky, basically ruining the Earth, sending us under the remaining living humans underground and the robots to counteract the lack of solar energy have then started basically just enslaving mankind. Right. Growing us in these naturally. I mean, as living (laughs) batteries. Yeah. And then in the dream world, they're the resistance. They're trying to break people out. The people who are aware of this can break you out of the program. Okay, If you're aware, like Neo is or if you're it's usually people who are more curious, kind of have an odd signal are able to right. tell something's off. Like yeah, they're the ones yeah. who are curious enough to keep asking and asking and like, why, why, why? And eventually if you ask the right people and go through the right t- channels, right. You might get a visit from Morpheus or Trinity and they will take you down the rabbit hole. 
And that's that's such an interesting part of the Matrix as a whole mm-hmm. is just this idea that you don't know which reality is which. Yeah. And that was until you're freed. Until you're freed. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's been a big, you know, philosophy question forever is, are yeah. we living in a simulation? It's the, ca- it's the that Phyllis, the cave. Yeah. Did you, ever, did you ever read that story? It's there's I like mean, a long people, time ago, people but... in it. It's a classic, like philosophical conundrum. There's people in a cave. Uh-huh. They never leave, but they're being from a light from outside. They're being like shown a shadow puppet show mm-hmm. and they don't leave because the shadow puppets are monsters. So what they're being shown by something else is not truly right like what's happening it's shadows but it's all they know what they think and it's going to keep them in that cave for as long as they continue right. believing right. what's being shown to them well and it's and it's a creepy thought because realistically i mean not to get super philosophical here in franchise unpacked but if the whole entire world was a simulation we'd have no way of knowing oh and the like, coolest part of it is the simulation keeps you in it as best it can with its right the agents we talked about this briefly on our um uh, the men in black episode, the idea of G yeah. men, the G men, just these men in suits who kind of appear at problematic things, don't say much and then disappear. It's I love the idea of the agents. Agent Smith, played by uh, Hugo Weaving, might be one of the greatest cinematic. Such villains a cool villain of all time. Yeah, they kind of like made him weird, gave him weird powers in the second and third one. But he is so menacing. And so I did good. see like the uh, the Agent Smith uh, is it Agent Smith or Mr. Smith? Agent Smith. Agent Smith. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Welcome that's, back. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, so because he refuses to call him Neo. Right. That's right. there. He gives goes. He gives them their their code, their given computer yeah. name. Yeah. Well, Mr. And Ander- I, I saw and Anderson like, means son of man. And he's the one. Oh. So that's. Uh, there's there gonna is. be a bunch of little oh yeah oh yeah I'm gonna sprinkle in well here. so in the uh i think it's the second movie when he starts to like duplicate himself uh he's I a actually, virus at that point yeah so I, I saw the um like the actual i don't know if it was wax or whatever but the duplicate figures of that actor at warner brothers studio tour in oh, LA. oh all the stand-ins? Cool, like, they, yeah they take you through like this prop house and there are like oh. six or seven of them that are just standing above this doorway for probably the third one they use in the scene when he confronts him finally at the end where they're all yeah. they're all lining the streets just staring at neo yeah and he's talking yeah to him. so and that's another cool thing we'll kind of get into we mentioned that in the second and third movies that um agent smith can uh, can duplicate himself he's become a virus so we'll kind of do a little bit of spoilers uh one of the coolest I think spoilers, spoilers are allowed are, for this yeah, yeah. Uh, the last movie was i think 2004 so <laughs> the cool thing is that when people are freed from the matrix they can kind of get these intense training situation so you plug in and basically you can learn you can become a triple black belt in kung fu in a matter of seconds because it's like data being uploaded to you by an ethernet cord yeah so it's a crazy kung fu move neo trains for hours and hours and hours he's learning all different types of martial arts uh of course the agents are just as they are as powerful as the world will let them be which means they can never be as powerful as the one they are they are no matter what in Morpheus tells him this everyone except the, whoever is the one which they believe Neo to be. Yeah, is yeah. restricted by this world. There are rules no matter what. Even the agents who right. are built to literally they can teleport. They can become anyone who is if Zach and I right. were plugged into the Matrix, which we are currently. <laughs> and <laughs> they found out that I was trying to break out. Zach would immediately morph into Agent Smith because they can tap into anybody who has tapped. Into yeah. The Matrix. And just take and it if over I and killed like... Agent Smith, he would dephase back into a dead Zach. It's like he body right. snatches him for a moment yeah. and then he can appear as someone else. They're un, they're like, well, until Neo becomes the one, they're undefeatable. They are an well, enemy that if you do somehow defeat one, 
There's so, one literally right around the corner. Speaking of Neo, um, we did actually consult Reddit on this one again. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, everyone, to the yeah. Reddit community. You guys are just blowing You guys are awesome. Although, I got to say, this one was like downvoted to crap, but a lot of people responded. I, I'm like, wondering hey, if it's because of the franchise itself. It's it's a very, like, a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about it, especially yes. the second and third movies. But, yeah. yeah. But, but one interesting fact about Neo that uh, came up was, uh, and apparently this is somewhat common knowledge, but... Will Smith was actually offered the role of mm-hmm. Neo first. Yep. And I, I wonder how that would have played and Jada out. Jada Pinkett Smith was offered Trinity, but then really? she's cast as Niobe in two and three. She's okay. in with those funny little bun hairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's actually the one of the main protagonists of Enter the Matrix, her and Ghost. So there, when you see Niobe in the second and third one, there's a gentleman with her. He's an Asian gentleman with sunglasses on at all times. He's wearing just a white yeah. uh, and like a trench coat. That Him and her are, uh, they are co-captains of a smaller ship and i can't remember what it's called but in the game enter the matrix which came out between matrix reloaded and matrix revolution well, it, came out, and it came out on the day on the that, day yeah and what they had done the wachowskis it was a two disc game for gamecube they had filmed i think like half an hour of extra movie footage of just these two characters oh, on really? their ship involving what their story was. It was basically a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead of the Matrix universe. You're playing right. these characters who come in and out of the movies are given missions in the second movie and then you have to play the game to see them execute well, and that that's, mission. That's been one of the big uh, almost complaints that I've heard about the video games is that about specifically about Enter the Matrix is that it felt too much like the movie. Yep. They wanted it to, you know, they, they spent so much time making it exactly like the movie that they lost track. It was the game. Yeah, it was cool because you could run on walls. You could do bullet time and stuff. That was neat. I felt like the game itself was a little like the the production quality of it wasn't great. Yeah. They focused definitely on the movie scenes. There's yeah. so many. And I'm talking like cutscenes where it's live. At, it's filmed on a set with Jada Pinkett Smith, like. Agent Smith and right. everyone, Persephone from so, you know, all of them. I mean, while we're kind of touching on this topic, yeah, the this games. franchise has novels. It has comic books, animations. It yeah. has movies. Yeah, comic. I think it has comic books. Yes, I, I be, yeah. Um, it has a series of like short films. Yeah, the Animatrix, it's, which yeah. is nine, I believe, animated. Well, no, short like, there were there were other like. I think there were oh, like really? live action short. I could be wrong. I I, I was. Oh, I, be, I believe it. I was listening to. Uh, Do you ever watch um, Gerard no. on YouTube? He's like a big like gaming community guy, and he was talking about. He mentioned like a series of like avant garde short films, oh. and I was like, interesting. I and I hadn't heard about that before today. If we were wrong on that, please correct us. I'm just going off. It of sounds very much like the Animatrix. It was like a series of like nine yeah. short films, I all thought, different animation styles. Okay. All that, different directors and right. Well, some were the same, but like, yeah, yeah. Several and that, that could be it. But I mean, it, uh, Tom Kenny is actually one of the voices in one of the episodes. Of course, uh, the he very, is. very first incredible. one about the flight of the Osiris, I think, which is leads directly up to the Matrix Reloaded. Well, but it just yeah. goes to show you, I mean, for for a movie franchise that really only lived for, you know, between 99 and what, 2005, 2004. Yeah. So that's not a long made a, yeah for about five time. to six years it made such a huge impact yeah it, it it for something like that to spawn all of that you know franchise material is it held unreal the highest rated grossing R rated film of all time until Deadpool came thirteen years later really yeah Deadpool took the cake on that. it but like it's the highest grossing I think like highest grossing action R rated movie or something like that um, that's nuts yeah and another kind of a, a little side fact uh, the the Wachowskis. 
uh, at the time were the Wachowski brothers when they directed the film. Yep. Uh, in 2006, uh, one of the brothers got a, a sex change. He's now a woman. And then in 2013, okay. the other brother also became a woman. Really? Which is a very important if you then go back and think about why they made The Matrix. Freeing yourself from a world that you don't right. belong in. There's a character named Switch in those movies where in the real world, she's a woman. But when she goes into the Matrix, she's decided her avatar is a man and she's very okay. androgynistic. So she has short hair in both the real world, but she's an even right. more masculine in the she's the one who's not like this Trinity, not right, like this when right. uh, Cypher is unplugging all. The, so if you're, you're in the Matrix, if you're tapped in and they unplug you without logging you out, you die. You're right, basically that's brain it. dead. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just do it one by one. You're just seeing these people dropping. Jeez. It's crazy. There's. And so, yeah, it's a very people don't realize that. But the Wachowski, uh, the Wachowskis now they go. But, but the Wachowski sisters, I guess, yeah. they um, they were writing these movies. It was about identity crisis and their their true right. feelings. And they're, they're wanting that that freedom and the world trying to say, no, you're not allowed. To, right. This is what we deem you as. Right. And trying to find yeah. an escape for and that. Trying to find I, any escape well, and, and that you can and people who welcome you into that. And really, you know, back in 99, even early 2000s. That wasn't as oh, accepted no. as it is. I mean, days. homosexuality was, wasn't even accepted in 1999 right. like it and is now. It's, isn't that uh, weird to think about like in our lifetime? Oh my gosh. I mean, and given there are still plenty of circles that still will. You are know, terrible human will, beings. Will, will, like, and the irony, they use and, red pill, blue pill. It's a lot of internet trolls. Have you heard that? Taking no. the red pill or blue pill. It's an internet thing. A lot of extremely, especially like alt-right tend to absorb yeah. it. It's one of those things like Snowflake. They've absorbed this stupid thing that if they really looked into oh. it, they'd realize that it was written by two transgender right. who, or men who are identify as women. And you're right. using it for your dumb exact opposite. Yeah. Basically. So yeah. it's just it's that using red pill, blue pill and Snowflake when people use that. Incorrect, like all right people. Right, I just laugh, you <laughs> stupid trolls. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's but all, anyway. that's all it is. It's yeah, just internet it's trolls. trolls. Yeah, but the games, I love them. I played the crap out of them. Path of Neo is another one made by the same company, and it follows Neo. Once all the three movies had come out, they were like, "We can finally yeah. make a game of all of his stuff." But that jumped the shark. There See, was some weird stuff I, in that game. I don't remember really loving the game that much. I remember it felt. Just kind of off. Like, it, it didn't feel special. It didn't make me feel like I was oh, in the Matrix. I, I Enter the Matrix made me feel more, more like I was in the Matrix because you were playing as these two characters who right. weren't the one. And they were, like, kind of limited to that. But it was made it fun, I guess. Whereas in Path of Neo, it's like it was clunky as hell. And they were just, you know, it was a cash grab. Well, and I think it's one of those things where it's like, no matter what, even if it was a terrible game, I'll love it. Because it's, yeah, it's the, the Matrix. Matrix. I, well, and it's like Star Wars. For, uh, for the video game Enter the Matrix, uh, yeah. this was another thing that... Uh, the completionist is what he goes by. He was talking about this, um, and I'm just kind of fact-checking myself here on uh, on the old Wikipedia real quick as well as while, uh, while we're talking about this. So it sold a million copies uh, in its first 18 days of release. Wow. Two and a half million over the first six weeks, and ultimately five million copies of this video game oh sold. Gosh. Which is nuts. That's huge for like... For not that of great a of a game. Yeah. yeah, but it was really, that sounds like fans buying it for the story. It right. sounds like people really like, even if you just return it, you're like, you get more of the movie, you know, more. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's really a subplot that it does turn out. They get whatever they're looking for and it helps in the third movie or whatever. But it's, it's really, right. it, if you don't see it, it's not going, you're not going to be any more lost or anything. But uh, I yeah. remember 
how I, and kind of back to the first one. I remember Crouching Tiger came Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon came out a few years yeah. after the first yeah. Matrix. Might have been in between the first and second ones. And they really went for, to town on the wire work. I, I feel like Matrix had to inspire all of oh, the, I'm sure. the wire work and the long takes too. when him and I, I rewatched the scene of Neo fighting Morpheus in the dojo, the training sequence. Yeah. I know Kung Fu and he goes, show me. Yeah. Know? Do you think that's air? Your I just right love. I, I will um, say that that's one it. line that I feel like hasn't aged well. I, I know I kung love, fu and whoa. <laughs> I, I know kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's one of those like use the force. It is yeah. really yeah. If you say I know kung fu, you know what movies right are. Exactly. And, um, exactly. But him and Neo doing those fight scenes and how amazingly the Wachowskis directed it. These long single takes. And I, yeah. everybody knows Keanu Reeves trains like a crazy person. Oh, like, yeah. If you've seen the gun work and John, training Wick, for John and, Wick. Yeah. This was no exception. They trained, I think, all the actors, Lawrence Fishburne, Hugo Weaving, Carrie Ann Moss, who's Trinity, all trained for like six to eight months with Kung Fu for every really? movie. Wow. Oh, they were. You, I remember watching like all the special features on my DVDs and VHS. Yeah. And, stuff like, and you can see them like doing karate next to kiddie pools of ice and water just to like well, lay in and this was right around like that time of, of the transition from vhs to dvd so we yeah. were sort of I entering have, this oh, digital age entering and, the matrix i yeah, have exactly. uh, i have the first movie on vhs <laughs> really yes i really because the in 2000 i was like i'm getting i it think i have the is either the first one or the trilogy on blu-ray out there oh and i'm gonna get the it's, collection i think yeah. it's still in shrink wrap i just haven't like i bought it and i just haven't that's what we should do we should like do like a watch through of it and commentate bring all of our listeners in um well, it's just, um, you know what? My brain just totally crashed. No, I, I got to reboot because I'm in the Matrix. Yeah. There was a, what is it? That whenever you see a deja vu. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Glitch in the Matrix. So They've changed something. Um, there are bricks in the window. <laughs> so the, the famous scenes where we would have a character jumping up into the air and the camera would like, you know, the Trinity, the, the famous Trinity. Yeah, kick, the, the bullet beginning. time. Yeah. So, yeah. What you can notice with that, so the way that they did that, I don't know if you know this, they had, right? they had, yeah, they had a bunch of cameras <laughs> built around a track, but the thing is, that doesn't give you a perfectly smooth, Not smooth. so what they would do is they took, they basically flashed one picture all at once on all the cameras, and then they do something for you non-video geeks uh, called frame interpolation, or frame blending, and they would blend each individual frame, so you can notice, like, in Neo's coat, You'll see it like bending and tearing between frames sometimes because they just had to make up what data was in between those cameras. In fact, you mentioning that brings up a, something I was thinking about earlier. We mentioned at the very beginning of the movie of the very first movie, Trinity is trying to contact Neo and trying yeah. to figure things out. And you see her running from the agents. She does the famous jumps in the air, goes stops, does the spin around. Right. That sequence. It, I think they shot that very first to do like just a, to show producers. Oh, I'm sure. Cause it looks, it even looks like how she's being lit. It looks like she's at a photo shoot. It's this weird, yeah. it almost switches. You can tell like a quality shift, but you're like, this looks, um, right. and then I remember seeing that in the first time I'm like, did she just, I remember thinking, did she freeze time? And I remember asking Dave, I'm like, is this her right. magic power? And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is just the effect for the scene. Yeah. This is yeah. literally, if you saw it, they stop it to show the spin around to go from another angle to continue the action sequence. Right. And that's why they freeze her. If it was one, ta if it was not that, she would just jump really high up in the air kick and it would be right. fluid. You wouldn't see it. It's not yeah. like Neo, you know, and when he does his famous bullet dodge, that would be you wouldn't even be able to tell from the naked eye. No, he's so fast. He moves like the agents. Do. And it's, and it's, it's just so cool to me. And even when they showed kind of him in real time, it was all like that blurred motion. Yeah. But that's what really 
kind of developed the style yeah. of these films. Cause like you watch a matrix movie, you don't even know, need to know that it's a matrix movie. If you see that, if you see like that bullet time effect, you automatically know, you know what you're looking at. You know what it, it's from. Yeah. You know who developed it. So <laughs> I guess that that brings us into the present of the yeah. franchise. It's kind of been sitting still. There's, there's, there's rumors. rumors of, yeah, of a fourth movie. A few. And it's um, cool because we can kind of transition. So yeah, I don't know how much you really watch the second or third one, but when they, the, the second and third ones are kind of caught in a bit of, they got too, there's too much. They just really started. Right. They're like, we've got a trilogy on our hands. So let's really overload these with new characters, concepts, stuff yeah. like that. So it gets awesome action sequence. In fact, they broke a record and they still might've, they built the longest highway in film history. Really? In the second movie. It's also the longest highway scene ever shot. It's over 22 minutes long what? in the film. Wow. All together. There are scenes in between it, but yeah. if you put it all together and they shot it all from different angles, this huge highway they built. It's unbelievable. And they, yeah, cause they needed, they're like, we need our own track to do all these pr- very practical car flipping effects. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many practical effects, even though like a lot of the CGI characters and they do some real close-ups of Do we know, CGI. I wonder it's what really the budget bad. was. Probably for, 250 for million or something. Yeah, probably. Like I, I'm going to look that up while you're still talking. Yeah. That's... Um, the cool thing is in the second movie and in the third, they meet this character called the architect who he's the master program basically created by the robots to, you know, create everything and keep everything in the room right. and all the rules, whatever. But he tells Neo that this is his iteration of the matrix is not the first one. Not even close. Oh, this okay. is the seventh iterate neo is the seventh one so what's what's the lore behind it what's the, been the, happening the crash or the very first matrix was a paradise the robots said well we'll capture these people we'll make them our batteries we'll put them in this dream world we'll give them a paradise we'll give them a perfect world okay they soon realized mankind does not accept perfection there will always okay. be wars there will always be strifes people just cannot live in paradise right it's like the garden of eden yeah you can't have it yeah uh, so they then started remaking it and when they remade it and made harsher rules, people realized this. And then there was, there's always every iteration. There has been a, the one who is okay. a, a supposedly the heir from the original guy who designed the matrix or one of the original, right. a human who had like the something to do and all with that. it. Yeah. And it has been being, this code is being passed down. Okay. So, if you've seen the end of the third one, Neo quote unquote dies. We're not really sure he's blinded. Right. I mean, he does goes through a lot and like, it's pretty apparent. It looks like he's dead, but like, so it's just another iteration. And but the idea is that the robots of a fourth one yeah. though, he's definitely not, he's I not mean. dead. Not necessarily, or he could become a program or the idea. I heard the rumor is Michael B. Jordan will be the star of the new film. Ooh, that'd be cool. So uh, it's either a new, the one, or it could be the backstory of Morpheus prequel. Ooh, I, I would They're watch saying that. it's not a reboot, but that's it doesn't good. have to be like technically every iteration of the Matrix is, is a reboot. Right. Yeah, that's it. true. It's just, yeah. Oh, this is the eighth iteration. Now you can mention Neo from the previous. Also, not yeah. to digress. Uh, the first movie, 63 million for the budget. Makes sense. The next two, 150. Oh, yeah. Double so, the budget yeah. easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's just. It's so cool. Like the agents get up. I love it when he's fighting the agents in the second one and one actually lands a punch on him in the beginning. He's like, right. huh, upgrades. And then he just whoops their asses. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's this. Cause, so we've mentioned Neo being the one Keanu Reeves. He being that heir of like the programmer, he is able to see the code and manipulate it, fully break. Okay. It. Whereas agents have to live. He can live in it and they can jump really far. He can fly. He can. He jumps right. into Agent Smith. 
and explodes him from inside. Like yeah. he telefrags him. He has the ability literally to, if Neil wanted to, he could walk through a wall because a wall is just code to him and he could say, no, nope, right. Yeah. I'm now part of this code. That Not having it. Yeah. I'm, which is another interesting character. The, this is the last nerdy thing. The Merovingian. No, you're good, dude. Nerd out. The Merovingian from the second and third movies. He's kind of that sinister guy, that French dude. Yeah. You know, who's yeah. like real weird and creepy. <laughs> he, the idea is that uh, there are like the architect and there are all these, there are kind of these super programs like the Merovingian who can, they control certain aspects of the matrix. Like he might control his coding might make the moon rise every day. And as long as he's there, okay. the moon will continue to rise. If it isn't, a glitch has occurred. Like, that's why the Merovingian always has to be there. There are, like, certain ones. He controls the wind or something. Like, right, his coding right. He is not there. The world's done. So they have all these powers. And they've been, they're the codes that have transgressed through all of the iterations. They've seen okay. all of these. And, you know, those two pale white twins with the dreads? Yeah. Those yeah. are agents from another iteration of the Matrix. Oh, okay. From a previous one where there were their rules, they could bend even more before right. the, the computer said, no, we got to keep reining this in. Right, right. They could become ghosts and stuff, which so, was an interesting take. I, I guess then my question is, as we kind of get to the future here, you know, right now the present, there's only kind of speculation and we don't know what's happening. Yeah, we're kind of sitting in limbo. So for the future, uh, I guess the classic one-two punch what do you want to see out of a, out of another movie or a TV show? And what do you want to see out of another video game? What do you think those those two would be or should be? I want to see uh, an, another incredible movie. Let's keep it in the same universe. It doesn't have to be a reboot, like you said, but we, you know, it. I want to see me some Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. And some, you know, yeah. there's some characters that and if Neo is still alive, he definitely could be. And yeah, I want. And now that we're in a world of practical effects and amazing looking CGI, yeah. I don't have any concerns because, guys, do us a favor whenever you're done listening to this or pause the podcast, go on YouTube, watch the in the Matrix Reloaded. It's an awesome fight scene, but watch Neo's first fight scene in the park with all the Agent Smiths. It's when he realizes he's cloned himself. And right. He gets that pole and he starts like whooping him. In yeah. That, like kind of like a it's like a cement city playground area. Yeah. The CGI when they're switching back and forth from like real them, really like him and Hugo. Even, right. To CGI. I'm taught guys monstrosities. These oh, are yeah. and it was before HD and before all that. But you sure. Can, oh, it it's it was rough. horrible. It was rough. horrible graphics. Um, so, what, yeah. What about a game, yeah. though? I mean, I, I mean, not to we got VR now. Yeah. What are we doing, guys? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do some Matrix VR or give us a sweet MMO. They did. There was the Matrix online. Yeah. Which was a way too early of an attempt at something that could have been awesome. right like they jumped the guy they're like well, this is I, cool I it's like world of warcraft be, it should be kind of open world i mean oh, yeah. even look at something like watchdogs yeah where you know you're a hacker and you can kind of tap into the world around you just do that on steroids you know what i mean like and what it, would be cool a mobile you never leave whenever you're playing the video game you never leave the matrix like on your console oh but the yeah mobile game you're on your ship in the real world so you can oh, go yeah. into the real world have your guys you could update your training have right. them upload it into you while well, you're playing the game. I mean, you could get kind of extra meta with it, mm -hmm. and the game never stops. When you yeah. pause it, when you turn it off, there's a real-time clock that's rolling, yeah. and you can't stop if the world moves around You've you gotta, you either have to free yourself from the Matrix or like get back to the real world, or right. if like your ship's being attacked by Sentinels and now, the, like the robots. What, what would yeah. you think about uh, a Netflix series? Because I mean, we already have so many. We have like Altered Carbon on Netflix, which was incredible. I would love to see that. Like, you could have so many side characters who yeah. are like wanting to escape the matrix you could have your main characters you know it, it could be each episode could focus like half on this new character who's like right. discovering what world they're in and then the other half is like the continuation of the main plot of yeah like your main characters yeah. and stuff that'd be sweet that'd be dope 
yeah. I think, yeah, a, a series, a Netflix or a series like that would be really awesome. And I think that, like we were talking about before, I feel like Netflix just has the power to make something like that really great yeah. right now. Yeah. And, you know, they're working with Buy a lot the of rights. Great, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think it's Warner Brothers. I've been watching, uh, not to digress, I've been watching Mindhunter, the new season. Oh. And, you know, Fincher directed the first few episodes and, oh, yeah. you know, they get these big name directors. Oh, my gosh, it's incredible. Right. I just found something outside. Now, uh, if you want to continue making incredibly mad money, just direct a pilot of a very successful show. Oh, Only the pilot. I'm sure. Because if you direct the pilot, you set the look for the show and right. the residuals never stop. Oh, I'm sure. Never stop because you're like basically have a creative role in it. That's nuts. Yeah. That's they awesome. said, uh, what's this? Somebody did um, like a direct. I think J.J. Abrams was like the director of Lost and like produced it. But he's like, I directed like the, the first steps. I was like, that's really all I ever had to do. If that's yeah. all you had to do. And then like you just two weeks just of let work. those checks yeah, roll in about two weeks of work. And then you just lay back. Yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, that's the life. But yeah, it is. And it's so cool. I love the Matrix. There's so many allegories of like religion, myth. Yeah, they pull from. So Alice in Wonderland's a huge part of the first one. The red yep. and blue pill, even because Alice has to choose between a red and blue potion. Right. To continue seeing where the rabbit hole goes with the white rabbit and all that. So yeah. it's like these. Fun little, I just love it. There's just yeah. so much. Incredible and, piece of cinema history. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. Yeah. Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, sorry we spoiled it for you. Watch, I guess, at but. <laughs> least watch the very first Matrix. At least. Yeah. If, if you don't, the second and third, it's like, if you want to continue seeing like, oh, I want to see what Zion looks like. I right. want to see the war between man and machine. Sure. Well, and we want to hear what you guys think yeah. too. So drop us an email over at uh, franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Sure. Let us know what you guys think. What do you guys want to see out of another video game, out of a movie, whatever it is. Like, like your favorite moments. Who's, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, if we like what we see, we'll uh, post it to our Instagram because yeah. we like doing that. And speaking of, uh, if you want to check me out on Instagram, my Instagram is at the Zach Rogers. And I am at the Dave of Wonders. And, of course, our Franchise Unpacked is at Franchise Unpacked. Um, we'd yes. love to hear from you there as well. Um, but, uh, Dave, I think that's, that. that's kind of it for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, like we said, it's kind of a weird, small, extremely powerful franchise. Oh, yeah, it's a behemoth. It just, and that's the thing, as quickly as it came and made its presence known, it's now just, it's like Godzilla. Just like lay yeah. and wait, because you know when the it'll next come one back. comes out, it will be buzz. It, oh, it will yeah, be crazy buzz if they do it correctly. And I'd love to see Agent Smith come back. That would be awesome. Uh, he's that would so, be incredible. so good. Oh, did you know Sean Connery passed on Morpheus? Really? And this was right after he passed on Gandalf. So he wow. made two. I hope he fired a lot of people. Uh, but no, oh, but he yeah. made those decisions. He didn't understand the Matrix script. And he said that Lord of the Rings was nerds or something. And yeah. um, then after that, that's why he signed on to do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Because like, I'm not passing on another amazing franchise. Yeah. Jokes on him. Yeah, exactly. Tank. But anyway, yeah. So it was uh, uh, I love the Matrix and there's I could go on and on and we probably will. I'm wondering if we could get our hands on a copy of like Enter the Matrix and do a little. Well, yeah, we'll try. We'll, we'll do I our have, best to get our hands on that. And I have a GameCube copy, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I have a GameCube. Game. So, it's got to be in my basement uh, somewhere. But anyway, so. you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing you next week. And hey, have an awesome weekend and rest of your week. Take it easy. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.
You're on speakerphone being recorded on the podcast. What's up, Wes? What's up, dude? Oh, I, I thought you would have just gotten done. What's up, Dave? Hey, say Why? hi to everybody on Franchise Unpacked if if we edit this in. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Hey, Franchise Unpacked. Wes here. <laughs> I am. <laughs> 